Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here, X's and Bros, on this Monday morning, the 27th day of March 2023. We welcome you back. Great to have you with us. Happy Monday to all of you. It was very very busy weekend hopefully you were able to get some rest at some point enjoy some some basketball enjoy some hockey frozen four is ready brandon dorado actually a former toledo walleye player turned michigan head coach as the wolverines in the final four their 27th uh frozen four appearance go blue that comes in from chris shout out to chris and the michigan wolverines boy the big 10 was just blowing the doors off of everybody uh, to start that tournament, but a wonderful, wonderful time of year. You know what I saw on television for the first time? The Premier Hockey Federation? Is that what it's called? Have you ever heard of this? It was on ESPN2 last night at like 11 o'clock. Is that Premier Hockey Federation? That sounds like Russian hockey to me. It's women's hockey. I had no idea. They play, oh, in, really? they play in arenas that look like the Ice House. <laughs> Are you I'm talking def- about the uh, in, on Telegraph? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny. Or if, you've, or if you've ever been down to Tam O'Shanter, that's what it looks yes. like. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yo, what is this? And I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody's got long hair and cages on. What am I watching here right now? Maybe, I don't know. Barstool a couple of years ago got into a professional women's hockey league. I wonder if that's uh, what they uh, created. I'm not I- sure. I think that's what it's called. It was it was late last night. I finished uh, you know both the basketball games, and so I needed to catch up on the final episode, the uh, the season finale of The Last of Us. So I watched that, and I was like, "Well, what am I going to watch now? It's eleven fifteen. What what can I what can I possibly throw on the television now?" And that's where I ran into that hockey game, and I was like, "Huh, this is interesting." Never seen this before. All right, let's get over to the Meyer Super Center guest line. That's where we have USDA Scott, who is on hold. You can join us too. Call 248-951-2176. 248-951-2176. What's going on, Scotty? Hey, but hey, just quick, uh, quick comments. And um, I, we talked about it somewhat last week. And I, I just think, I mean, with the transfer portal, we're, we're just going to see more quote unquote uninvited guests to the, uh, you know, maybe when there's 12 uh, for the football playoffs and, and in the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four. Now, usually in the Elite Eight, the, the, the big guys step up, but um, I just I just think that. Uh, you know, 
it's nice for a lot of fans. It's nice for the common fan, or how would you say it? Um, not not so much casual. Fanatic. Yeah, casual fan. Thank you. Um, but uh, I, 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 what you're going to see now, <laughs> some of these coaches like the Calipari's and some of these other ones at the big, big programs are going to say the only way we can keep our kids from leaving is more NIL money. And I think we're going to go through a few years of that before it all shakes out. But, um, you know, that college is going through that transition. I think, uh, I think NIL came way too quickly following up, uh, transfer portal i think that uh if those two things would have had some more separation to them i think the the college transition would have been a little different but that's why i think you're seeing some of the old coaches just say i i'm not going to deal with this anymore um and k-state's coach going into that locker room i i I don't care about that i don't mind that i i you know, I like as a coach, I, I as a coach, I don't know that I'd ever let anybody in my locker room. But after you win, I mean, who gives a damn? I mean, <laughs> come on in. But uh, <clears throat> for him to say they were the toughest team they played all year, you played the game of your life. Uh, Musso, Trusso, Cluso, whatever his name was. I don't know that he missed a shot against State. Uh, Johnson played an incredible game. Their big man played an incredible game. Uh, and the, the, their point guard played probably one of the best college basketball games I've ever seen an individual play against us. You, you just, you just did that two days ago and then you're going to tell that team that they, I mean, I, I didn't appreciate that, but. Why did I mean, you take that as a slight, Scott? Why do you think? It, it's a, it, it's okay. It's, I it's, just explained it. Styles make fights. You know, they thought he thought that that was the he thought Kansas State was the or he thought FAU was the toughest team they played. So apply that. FAU probably beats Michigan State by six in regulation. Oh wow, Ryan! Can you just <laughs> no? I'm not getting into this because I saw State fans all weekend saying, "Oh, we would have creamed FAU. FAU would have had a hundred offensive rebounds against Michigan State. They have the most wins in college basketball this year for a reason. They're a good team. It's not. To, it, I, he he's going in there saying that he's not thinking about Michigan State. He's not going in there thinking about Montana State." Or Kentucky or anything like that. I don't think it's a slight at anybody else. I just think he's trying to give credit get, to FAU. Get your get your knocks in now, even with a, even with a team we had this year, Sweet Sixteen, and and uh, with only Joey leaving, and the two five star kids added to that team, and the six ten kid out of Indianapolis. Oh. He might be a he might be a one and done, but uh, <laughs> uh, look out for next year, Scott. Scott. Nobody from Kansas State is trying to throw shade at Michigan State. There's nothing. Hey, you guys are the toughest team we played all season. They lost. Oh, no. I, I, you know yeah. what? I thought that that comment had something related to him feeling slighted by Izzo by saying, you know, the, 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 all the luck went their way. You know. Well, it's reading a lot it. into it. Maybe he did. Maybe, maybe he did. Maybe he did hear those comments, and he was a little, uh, a little peeved about what was said 
um, about how, you know, uh, their kids got lucky. Our kids didn't. Like, well, okay. I mean, I probably wouldn't have said that, but it is what it is. When you bank in two threes at the end of a shot clock, I mean, it happens, but <laughs> it's, uh, there's, a little, there's a little luck there. There's a little luck in all of March, isn't there? You need um, luck on I your side say. to win. I mean, look at look at this. The kid from Miami, Jordan Miller, yesterday, leads the Hurricanes to the Final Four, scored 27 points, didn't miss a shot. 7 of 7 from the field, 13 of 13 from the line. Didn't miss a shot. Like the, I mean, you, you need a little bit of luck. Puck luck is what they call that in hockey, but you need to have some bounces go your way. Which... Uh, which game was was it? Creighton that had the ball that bounced off the rim like fifteen times and bounced out. Yesterday, yes. Yeah, that's that's who I thought it was. It looked it was. I thought, I, I, I thought and and I, I really respect that coach from Creighton, but I thought that that was one of. I, I know that some commentators who have never played the game have, have make the comment: "Don't let them shoot the last shot. Don't let them shoot the last shot." Putting putting the guy on the line when the, when the ball game's tied, I mean, to me that just tells me I don't trust my kids. Um, they they follow him with seven. So they follow like I have seven seconds left. They you know, I just I just didn't get it. I didn't. I, I, you know, you let them take a shot. You got three seconds, four seconds left to see if you can get your basket but if you you, you defend and you grab a rebound the game's over but you, you put them on the line it's just uh, i don't know i i i <laughs> i've never agreed with that the guy that says well don't let him get a three follow him before the three i it's just it's it's not i mean that's I, I I got a word for it that says that all right so you're talking about the call before the actual foul itself huh you're talking about the call before the actual foul itself, because nobody wanted that kid to follow the guy in the runner. Like it, it just, it, he just followed him. There was nothing. You were talking about the no, no, he grabbed, no, he grabbed him. No, I, I mean, when there was seven seconds left, he grabbed that guy. He really did. He grabbed that guy. I know they had a foul to give, but he grabbed, he grabbed that guy. It was, it was intentional. I don't think that kid would have done it without the coach telling him to. The foul in the last shot. Oh no! The, the the one the one before that. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a th- like theoretically. So you know, do you yeah, want to foul? Thing. Yeah, do you want to foul and force the tough inbound and force a difficult shot versus letting the team bring the ball up and get into their offense? That's widely debated. That I mean, that's like that's like the analytics go for two uh, or go for it on fourth down at, at this when the ball is at this uh, this yard line. I mean, that's a that's the same sort of conceptually. Like, what are we trying to do and. Uh, there just bit them because they followed there after that on the actual shot itself. Scott, appreciate the call this morning. Don't be slighted uh, by the Kansas State coach because that was the toughest game they played all year. It's, it's not a not a big deal. We'll step aside. We'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an east side firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, 
you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Now you can follow everything Michigan high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com. On Twitter, at MHSAA. On Facebook, MHSAA. And you can watch archive sports and live sports in season for boys and girls all across Michigan, all schools, at MHSAA.tv. But stay up to date on everything Michigan high school sports at mhsaa.com Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Danny Kaelin, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. You know, I forgot to do this at uh, at 617 uh, this morning, but I, I definitely did want to touch. We got a Facebook message from uh, Matt K. And Matt K. says, so I get into my truck to go to the gym at 615. Well, congratulations, because getting into your truck to go to the gym before work takes a special amount of dedication uh, to the game. So I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Uh, he said, I am surprised, but shouldn't be to hear you talk about how uh, about some stat about Jawan Howard having four NCAA tournament wins, considering his short four-year reign as head coach. Why is this important? It's five. I believe it's five, not four. Um, that's like saying Tucker is better than Harbaugh because Tucker is two and one against Michigan. No, well, I disagree there. Uh, homers end ridiculous comments with statements like, quote, just saying, which is exactly what you said. Fortunately, the gym I go to is a short drive. And afterwards, uh, that I have a short drive to work. I imagine you think the state of UM basketball is in a good place too. Matt, I was just reading the stat of how many tournament wins every coach of the Big Ten has since Jawan Howard took over as the head coach at Michigan. And the reason I read that is because me and Spartan Pete were arguing with each other because Spartan Pete immediately took it as a shot uh, a shot at Tom Izzo. Uh, Clayton who tweeted the original stat out, covers Michigan. I think it's more for the Michigan fan that, no, the sky is not falling. Everything is going to be fine. Take a gander. It's all going to be okay. But for whatever reason, 
if you mention Jawan Howard, there is this immediate like defense of Tom Izzo. Like same thing with Scott who just called in. It, I didn't th- when that coach from Kansas State walks into FAU's locker room. Don't lie to me. Did you did you think at all about Michigan State when you heard his comments? I didn't either. Not I didn't at all. I, like we're looking for things to be offended by. And the whole part about it is I this guy named Pete on the internet started going after me. Don't compare Jawan to Tom Izzo. No one is comparing you are comparing Jawan to Tom Izzo. You have taken that and compared it to Michigan State. That's what you have you've looked at that tweet and the list of coaches and how many tournament wins they have since Jawan has been hired, and you took offense to that. You were looking for something, much like when the Kansas State coaches is Goes into the locker room. You're looking for something to be mad about. Something that he said is like, oh, what, what's he mean about my team? He's probably not even thinking about your team. Be honest with you. Why would he be thinking about your team? He, you've already been displaced. It's on to the next one. It's a really tough game. You guys are the toughest sons of guns we've played all year. There's no reason to think that this is some sort of slight at Michigan State because Tom Izzo said Kansas State got, got lucky. And what if Jerome Tang... Kansas State's head coach thought MSU was tougher. Is he going to go in the locker room and go, hey, you guys were the second toughest team we played this year. You guys were kind of good, but not the best, but still sort of good at 35-3. and (laughs) Come on. Come on, folks. At some point, we got to throw in some common sense here into into the argument. It's just unbelievable. You know, and so I tried to explain to Matt Kay on Facebook, like, look, the reason I brought that up, right, is because I got in an argument with this guy, Spartan Pete. That's why I just what I nicknamed him. His name is Pete whatever on, on Twitter. And I ended up telling Spartan Pete, like, hey, while you're here yelling at me, you can enter to win Tigers tickets uh, opening day home and away. And he's like, oh, that's great, actually. No, fantastic. So I sent him a link. I'm like, here's more information. He's like, well, I have family that are huge Lions and Tigers fans. And look at that. Spartan Pete, he's happy. Family members got in. They're like, how did that happen? He's like, I'm arguing with some guy on the internet. You know what I mean? People helping people. It's a beautiful thing. But I, there's no, like, don't don't look to be slighted. We do that a lot in society. We're looking for things to be mad about. Everybody's looking for some reason to be offended by something. Like, just, it's got nothing to do with you. And if you're looking at a list of coaching victories in the NCAA tournament, you could have said a lot of those victories came with beeline guys. Spot the lie. Where is it at? You know, get a couple bounces against UCLA. We're probably singing a different tune right now. All right. Anyways, it's hour two. It's segment two, which means it's time for going all the way back to our favorite year. What's our favorite year? 2020. Jeez Louise. Can we get a trivia question outside of 2020? If it's not uh, somebody who survived Seven wars. Well, last and became year, a pro last year's calendar was the the 2019 year. This one, so yeah, it makes sense. All right, which Lions player was the nominee for the NFL's Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award in 2020? Mind you, he did a whole lot more off the field than he did on the field. That's my. He was a Bob Quinn guy, and he played defense. That's all the hints I can give you. Jamie Collins? That's pretty close. Harmon? Van Buren? <laughs> Not Martin. Said Harmon. 
Oh, I think Armin. No. Armin Van Buren. Harmon. You guys don't listen to House, so you wouldn't know. Duran, Duran Harmon? Not Duran Harmon. It's actually Trey Flowers. Mm. Trey Flowers. Lions legend. When Trey you Flowers. Armin? Armin Van Buren? I thought you were. No, Armin Mar- Van Buren, a state of trance? Martin Van Buren, former president. Armin Van Buren, president of trance? The vacuum guy. No, the uh, president. Armin, that's a that's like a Czech name, Middle yeah, Eastern. If you if you ever want to go like to uh, to one of those to one of those house shows in like Copenhagen, like that's that's where that's who you go see. I know. I went you to know, school we, with a couple of Armins. When you uh, when you when you go see Armin Van Buren, you're at like uh, you know some underground club in like the Czech uh, Czech Republic or uh, Chechia as they call it now, and yeah, is it Chechia? Because there's Chechia and there's Chechnya. Chechnya is in uh, in Russia. It's well, kind of Russia. It's its own country. It's like a republic. I, I don't know. I not my don't not, don't question not my whether war. it's a country or not. Not my war. Uh, hey, what is what is the first sports call when the show starts? The one before the bay call. How long has the Pistons head coach hot seat been unplugged? Embarrassing, Kevin V on YouTube. Uh, what is the first sports call? Now that I'm thinking about it, what did, what what do we lead with there? We'll play it again in hour three, Kevin V on YouTube. <laughs> right. So uh, yeah, it's hour one and hour three open up to the same thing, and hour two gets the good morning music, a little cheery for hopefully we try to lighten the spirits of everybody. Uh, good to see Karma came to Brandon Miller in Alabama until the investigation is over. He shouldn't have been allowed to play. He saved the NCAA from vacating their championship if they would have won the whole tournament and he gets in trouble from the situation down the line. Thanks. That's Jay from Hudsonville. Uh, Jay in Hudsonville. He's got no charges against him though. That's the problem. And they wouldn't vacate his title. If he was charged with the crime, uh, they would only vacate their title. If uh, NATO it's bought him a cheeseburger. Cheers to the NCAA, but yeah, without any criminal charge that, and I mean, Alabama should have suspended him in good faith uh, as a character move that we care. We care. About the well-being of our program. But they're like, oh, he doesn't have any criminal charges, so without any charges, how do we suspend him? I said the same thing about Mozzie Smith when the story came out. Should have suspended suspend him right away. You get him for a game. This is what's going on. You know, this is what happened. It's a misdemeanor. It's not really that big a deal if it's a misdemeanor. It's the same as a speeding ticket, I suppose. I roll. Should have suspended him right then and there. Then you don't have to worry about it. Did they give Brandon Miller a week or two weeks? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know, because of his involvement, then 
You know, but the reason that Nick Saban said what he said is because his guy is in the car with a loaded firearm, half a pound of weed, 7,000 in cash, doing 140 miles an hour. There, there's a little bit of a different circumstance there. Now, Miller gets called. And he's like, hey, uh, allegedly drives over. There's a gun in the car. Apparently, he didn't know the gun was in the car. I don't know, man. I have no idea. So I'm not sure. That's why there's no charge. There's no accessory charge. The guy that the gun is registered to that was used in the crime, he is being charged along with the shooter in the death of that young lady. So for Brandon Miller, with no criminal charge, you only suspend him for good faith. Uh, And we don't have any good faith anymore in Alabama basketball. Nate Oates was kind of a fun story because of his local ties. I thought that that would be pretty cool. Even did a college basketball, you know, weekly segment on him. And, um, yeah, it's just unfortunate it went down like that because there's been some trouble and some, some dirty laundry different places he has been uh this is what i was talking about scott's incoherent ramblings he needs to get over get all his thoughts together before calling the show doesn't make sense half the time dev ono on twitter wow look we can all we can all get along here folks this is we're we're one big sports community here in the state of michigan we don't have to go after each other i was just trying to figure out why in the world we we went down the path of we are insulted here by Kansas State's coach visiting FAU's locker room. We'll step aside. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa florida and then you'll be there for the tigers home opener in detroit one week later plus you'll be hosted by my friend bill simonson of the huge show and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly all you need to do is enter and text the word tigers to 21000 enter the word tigers and text the number 21000 and you could be on your way to see the tigers play in both the season and home openers opening day home and away presented by my friends at soaring eagle casino and resort Go get them. Play ball. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an Eastside firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B E E N E G A R T E R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our. Bracket Buster Challenge Contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's the huge show.net.
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. By the way, Jim Laranega, a six-round pick by the Pistons. 91st overall. Six rounds. Can you imagine that? The NBA draft? I can't. I mean, there were how many teams? Ten? I mean, how many many spots do you have to fill? Oh, I know. That's a weird thing. It's like, did they, maybe they had, you know, like secondary rosters? I don't know. The, um, what's very interesting is I have received more messages about and more questions so being at the grocery store is fun right i i i enjoy my time there helping out the family um due to some unforeseen circumstances with um you know a lack of employees it has although you know business has been good it has drastically affected my own personal life which is fine it is what it is but you get a lot of sports fans Right, and a lot of people connect the dots. They know they come in, they want to sit and talk to you, and that's fine as long as I don't have anything going on right that second. I'll stop and talk for a while. I've received more inquiries and questions about Jet Howard opting to go to the NBA. Like people are just baffled by this this concept and theory that the NBA drafts on potential. Right, Jet Howard at six seven with his stroke is. Like that's that he's a shooter. And this is where I think that Michigan, we might have missed the ball a little bit this year. And this was, you know, part of uh Matt Kay's comment on Facebook as well, uh, that he sent us in the in the message. Like, you probably think Michigan basketball is in, in a good place too right now. I don't think that Michigan basketball is in a good place. Uh, if Hunter Dickinson comes back and Kobe Buffkin comes back and you have Doug McDaniel, okay, and you have Terrace Reed, then I feel pretty good about where they're at. The incoming class isn't anything to write home about, but I've seen the highest rated recruit based on the recruiting services in Michigan basketball history was Caleb Houston. I'm sorry that he didn't blow my doors off, right? There was, there, there weren't times where I looked out there and there were, there were a couple of games this year where I looked and I said, okay, Jet Howard, although his deficiencies, like his inability to get left, we don't really see, didn't see a whole lot in the rebounding from like his size and stature. He should have been, you know, dominant on those mid mid range rebounds out there that bounce you know outside of three feet from the hoop you know you should have been all over the place I didn't necessarily see that you know I didn't know how to quantify it but I wasn't really sure you know are we are we here are we here for we or are we here for me it was a big question that I had and I think that we missed the boat when it came to using Jet as a spot-up shooter so how a lot of people thought that Joey Baker and Joey Baker was like the hell was shooting I'm not shooting it very much uh, very well from deep at certain points of the season so I'm going to take it to the bucket and I thought that we would have been better off, Michigan that is, using Jet Howard as that spot-up shooter and allowing Doug and Kobe to be the creators and facilitators of the offense. I thought that would have been a much better direction for this, this team and this program to go. That's why Jet's being drafted. He's being drafted because he's 6'7 and he can shoot it. So they're going to work on everything else. And instead of going to class or doing anything else, his new 9-5 to is improving his overall game. And people are, I mean, jaws on the on the meat case 
when I tell him he's projected as the 16th best prospect right now on ESPN.com for the NBA draft. They're going nuts. I'm like, folks, it doesn't, you don't have to score 30 points a game in college to be a good pro. That doesn't have to happen. You could actually be the national college player of the year and not do diddly squat in the NBA. This happens. It happens all the time. We have great college players that don't translate to being great pros. We have guys that we scratch our heads about in at college, and they go pro, and it's like, oh, well, he's just, look at that. Luca Garza put up 47 for the uh, whatever the minor league team is for the Yeah, the Wolves. G League. 47 like, points. 47 points. Like, get him get him back in the Pistons. Good God. At least he runs up down Dude, the floor. Dude, he cares. would. Now he might be fun. He'd be great. Yeah, let's we put need five centers. Center. Yeah, so, five centers on the floor. Just completely go the opposite We don't have anybody healthy anyway. We want Bagley, Wiseman, Stu, Garza, and Livers. That's it. Livers can be the point guard. There you go. Let me see if we can get more than 16 wins. Not Killian. Well, instead of four out, one in, we're going one out, four in. <laughs> one out, four in. Let's go. We're going, hey, it's, a, it's literally like a box and one on offense. We're elbow, elbow in the two blocks. That's what we're going to do. You can run the same offense as defense. There you go. Hey, nobody gets confused. Nobody moves without the ball anyways. It's perfect. Everybody stand there, get outside the key, and then when somebody catches it, just throw it at the hoop. See what happens. My goodness. Jeez Louise. But, yeah, I mean, people are people are floored and shocked at that. And I'm like, look, man, it happens all the time. You're drafted based on potential. Like, that's what it is. And they see a lot of potential, a lot of potential with Jed Howard. That's what they see. Out of the one and duns, Caleb Houston, couple minutes a game in Orlando, nothing major. Iggy Brasdakis, Lithuania. Musa Diabate, two-way deal. Right? I mean, it's not it's not all gravy, baby. Jordan Poole, couple years, $100 million contract. Right? A lot of that has to deal, though, or do with where he was drafted by. You know, he got drafted to Golden State, later picked. They were like, hey, we're going to find hopefully the next young guy that's going to be able to come in here and contribute, and he doesn't have to play right away. We don't need him to take more than 10 shots a game. He could sit on the bench and learn from Stephen Clay. That's a pretty good tutelage right there for a young guy that you're trying to bring up. That works out well for everybody. That's a, that's a win-win literally across the board. So, you have that. All right, uh, WGC match play took place this weekend as well. I don't know if, uh, if, if any of you guys did. You know, did you guys watch uh, any of the, the golf? Got down to the final, Sam Burns. Well, did almost. you not see the collapse of Rory and Scotty Scheffler? Well, no, couldn't find it on TV yesterday. Oh, it was on NBC, and then it was on, well, it was on Golf Channel, the first, the semifinals, and then the final was on. Yeah, NBC. Turn, I put turn Peacock on. There was no little header of like, watch this now. Like, I no think I don't. Of it. I, I don't, don't know if Peacock is allowed to carry it because it's not a PGA Tour event. It's a World Golf Championships. Mm. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, yeah. Mm. Couldn't watch it. Would have been good to have those uh, Saudi guys out there. Uh, it was... Very cool. The, the whole weekend is awesome. Um, Scotty Scheffler and Rory both had back nine leads and uh, choked them away in the last four or five holes. Um, they both, both the semifinal matches went to extra holes. Uh, the Scotty Scheffler match against Sam Burns. I think he was playing Sam Burns. Indeed. Uh, that went 21. And then the Rory... Uh, and Cam Young went 19 holes. And then Sam Burns just ruined Cam Young in the final. It, how about this uh, from Herbert? We're going to go to the 12th hole. He's trying to, he's got his feet on, it, like the ball is inside the hazard line up against a tile. The feet of Herbert are on the tile. He's got this chip right here. He's going to try to make a play here to chip onto the green. It on the green, and if you can, if you can somehow, somehow scuttle it up there, to, uh -oh. Uh -oh. to just have a look. Yeah. Oh, it, it was such a hard scuttled it up there. Club hits the tile. It looks like, and the ball like just kind of shoots up to the green and woo, just rolls right back into the pond. The um, the best part about watching match play is that they are they are playing they play match play how we play golf yes they're saying yes they we're do. cutting every corner possible we are going after every single pin because they know they're like if i don't birdie i could lose this hole like every single hole a birdie could be a win so they're going for birdie every single hole Every hole. I, it's fascinating. Rory McIlroy made 17 birdies in 36 holes he played on Saturday. 17 birdies. Dude, take that strategy and apply it to every tournament you play from here on out. Yeah, Scotty, but the, the problem is that, you know, there's 17 birdies out of 36 holes. He could have not finished another 10 holes because he lost those holes. You just don't know. Right, right. It, it's Scotty Scheffler had six birdies in his final nine holes to reach the semifinals for a third straight year. The crazy part about this is, and I believe it was, uh, it was Scotty Scheffler who won it the, the previous year. We have not seen a defending champion in the match play since Tiger Woods. How wild is that? Scotty Scheffler eliminated the semifinals. After this being the last scheduled World Golf Championship, only one player successfully defended any WGC title. Did you know that? One player. Did you see the stat? It's tough. You know how difficult it is to you have to win your pool and then win three matches afterwards? Yeah. To win? You that you're playing some golf. The only person that's ever defended the WGC match play title is Tiger Woods. 
and he did it eight different times. That's like that's all like eight different times Tiger went out there. It just rocked the competition. Uh so good for good for them. I love the uh I love the the attempt there trying to hit the ball out of the hazard. You'd been he almost would have been better off like taking like a, a whatever iron he's comfortable with. You want probably not a two iron because you want something with a little thicker face. Uh but maybe like a maybe like a six or a five iron and flipping it upside down and trying to hit that left handed. He probably would have been better off than putting his feet on the tiles and trying to swing with the tiles. I thought that was a that was a little bit of a that was a little bit of a disastrous attempt at it. But hey, you know, teach own. Sometimes you gotta get creative. You know, you never know. I uh, think I, we was... got I think this week's the Valero and then next week's the Masters. It's crazy. There is a uh, Easter next week. Wow. Yeah, police your Easter orders now. Um number seven at Monroe Golf and Country Club is a long par four straight ahead, and there's a creek that cuts across the middle of it, splits the fairway in two. It's 240 to the left, like 255 to the middle, and 270 to the right to clear the creek because it goes in on an angle. So it's possible to get over, but it's not worth it. You just you hit an iron or whatever. Whatever you hit, like 230, and hit it to the middle of the fairway, it's fine, and, and play from there. Well, one time, I decided to get a little goofy. And I hit the ball and I end up, you know, my second shot, I blade the absolute hell out of it. I go over the green and up near eight's tee box, there is this, um, those cinder blocks. They're like on an angle, they're cut on an angle. I don't know. You're a landscaper. You know what I'm talking about. They look like a, like a trapezoid almost, but they're like rounded in the front and they're stacked yes. on top of each other. And there's like some mulch and some trees. Wall stone. Basically. Wall Thank you. I, I'm, my ball is near the wall stone and I can't get my club back. This is in a match in high school. I can't get my club back to hit it. So I come up with this brilliant idea. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit my ball. So I turn myself to the wall stone with the green behind me, and I hit my ball like just a little tip because you can't fall through because I'm going to hit the wall. I just rocket my ball off the wall stone, shoot it back onto the green. I'm like, wow, that's a brilliant idea. How about that? We're playing last year. Buddy of mine ends up in the same spot. He goes, oh, I can't get my – what do I do? I said, turn around and hit the ball off the wall. I said, make sure it doesn't hit you, though. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, hit the ball off the wall. Why not? All you're going to do is stub your toe trying to hit this thing anyways. Normally, the green's behind you. I said, just pick a block and try to hit that block, and it's going to shoot back towards the green. Sure as hell. He hit it, bounced off the wall, gets up. He didn't hit it onto the green. He was just short. He's like, wow. I'm like, that's that's way better than you would have done doing it any other way. So sometimes you've got to get creative. For Herbert here, he wanted to get creative on the tiles, flip that club upside down. So that the toe of the club, you know, if you're a right-handed golfer, flip it upside down, hit it left-handed. So the toe of the club is down. Just take like a little three-quarter swing and just whoop, put it up there. Get creative. You can do that in match play. Stroke play, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I would recommend that. Uh, not sure at all. Uh, one, other, one other topic I wanted to hit uh, as, we, as we, you know, kind of bounce around here to a, a plethora of different things in, uh, in hour two here is that the odds, the picks, and the predictions when the AL Central in the 2023 MLB season uh, have come out. And the Guardians are plus 130. The Twinkies, plus 215. The White Sox, plus 250. White Sox overwhelming favorites last year. We know how that turned out. And then you have the Royales and the Tigres, plus 3,000. Here's the write-up from DraftKings. The Tigers and Royals can be lumped together as they franchises stink. that appear to be rudderless. 
In 2021, the Tigers signed Javier Baez to a six-year, $140 million contract, and he went out to hit 238. Last season was supposed to be Detroit's step towards contention. Now they'll be lucky if they win 75 games this year. The same can be said for the Royals, who put together a disappointing season after appearing to take a step forward in 2021. This year is a big year for Bobby Witt Jr., the former number one prospect impressed last year, will now look to build on it for this season. The Royals' biggest weakness is their pitching. They had the fourth-worst ERA in baseball last season and marginal, marginable upgrades this year to their staff. That doesn't sound plus 3,000. That's terrible. But that write-up alone, ugh. Be lucky to win 75 games this year. What was their total over-under? Total wins? Uh, 69 and a half. Yes. 69. So this morning. It's on, uh-huh. the, it's on your graph if you're watching on YouTube or BCSN. So I believe I, I, can't, I was trying to find the graphic. I was looking all over Instagram. It was one of the major outlets, outlets like MLB on Fox or something. They put great season outlook 71. Oh, dear heavens. <laughs> <laughs> like great season 71 wins. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. 71 wins. So let's oh. just all save our money, buy tickets in the Otani sweepstakes, and pray. I don't know. <laughs> you got like there's got to be something. We have, I mean, we can have Otani and Victor Wembanyama next year. It'd be great. This like that's a forty three point eight percent winning percentage, seventy one wins. Why does that feel like? Oh my goodness! Like look at that. 48, 71 wins would be a great season. Win 44 games. It's like going seven and nine in the NFL. Just times 10. Yeah, exactly. I also saw this from Bob Nightingale, who had said that the top MLB team values per Forbes, the Yankees came in at 7.1 billion, followed up by the Dodgers at 4.8, the Red Sox at 4.5, the Cubs at 4.1, and the San Francisco Giants at 3.7. That sounded pretty good. Uh, the top five profits, the Mariners made $83.8 million, the Giants 74.9, the Red Sox 71.6, the Orioles 64.7, and the A's made $62.2 million. How did the Oakland A's finish in the top five of profits? Because they don't have any payroll. Yeah, Do you they... know that Ken Griffey Jr. is one of the highest paid Reds this year? Yeah, he's great. Good job, Ken. Top five. Also was hitting bombs during WBC Batting practice in Miami. Top five losers this year. Top five in net losses. Tigers the, fans. The Mets lost. Yeah, Tigers fans along with the Mets lost 138.5 million last year. The Padres 55.2. White Sox 53.4. Uh, Blue Jays 33.7. And the Twins lost $30.3 million. I, they, uh, I, I, I got to find those Tigers numbers. The twins are going to, re- they're, they're probably regretting not having a dome. I'll be honest. like, I like target field. It looks cool. Brutal outside. Yes. Just brutal. We'll step aside. Hour three is next. X's and bros, Michigan sports network. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.